Hey y'all, welcome to Dear Dairy the Podcast, a space I created for us to heal, feel, laugh, and grow together. I want this to be a safe space to figure out this thing called life together. So join me on this journey. Your host, Daria Grace. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Dear Dear the Podcast. I'm your host, Daria Grice, and if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you're returning, thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode. So I'm going to just start off by apologizing. Last week's episode, it did not come out on time. I just kind of did not manage my time wisely, so it didn't come out on time. But it's okay. At least I posted you know, that's what's on the bright side. I still post it and I put it out there for you guys. But this week I'm going to do better and I'm going to be on time. So, you know, I, I I think this week has been very hard for me because the week after my birthday, I was so tired and felt drained and exhausted. And I didn't really even work out that much because I just kind of felt like, wow, I'm so tired, but I'm back. This week we're in it to win it. And as y'all can see what the title is, I had a very hard time making the title because I wanted this to be something funny, but I kind of wanted it to be very relatable because as y'all can see, we're talking about, we're talking about people pleasing, having a savior complex, learning how to say no, all those things and feeling like I have to save someone. I have to be someone's basically mom, or I feel like, oh, this person, I, if I don't help them, then X, Y, Z. So I just want to go ahead and jump into this episode. So for those who don't know, the Me, Me, Me is where I go ahead and share my favorite song, album, audiobook, something that I'm listening to for the week. Then I share my favorite quote, and then I go ahead and share what my goal is or something I'm working on that week. So the song of the week is Hiss by Megan Thee Stallion. And it's his, not that I listen to the song every day or not that, you know, I don't, but I'm supporting her because I don't really, really want to go too far into it, but I will say that being someone who is a Nicki Minaj fan, what she's doing right now is out of control. I'm sorry. Like, if you have a fan base and they're crazy enough to try to dig up her mom's grave site and you're not calling them off, you're not telling them, hey, guys, that's too far, you're sick in the head. Sorry, but something's wrong with you. And so, like, as this keeps going on and Nikki's just spiraling and it's kind of just like, at first I wasn't like, I was like, I'm not going to get into it. But this is really interesting and it should be studied by psychologists and, and everybody because Nikki is really like, for you to be basically the queen of, you were the considered or whatever, the queen of rap. You have a legacy. You've been doing this for years and years and years. Why are you arguing with other artists why are we arguing with them and trying to fight for this spot girl you've already have your legacy you're literally Nicki Minaj everybody knows who you are but you acting like this is kind of messing with your shine that makes sense like someone like I'm just saying if you want to compare it to like a Beyonce of rap that was you and Beyonce would never act like that I'm sorry and I know there's rap beef but like you should be feeling like beef is beneath me like to me I feel like she should be like rap beef or whatever is beneath me because you're Nicki Minaj. But no, I don't know who she is right now because I don't I don't understand. And it's like it's never stopping. I don't I don't understand. And in the song, I know I said I wasn't finna rant, but I just got I just want to talk about it. In the song, she don't even really diss her. Like like she said, the shoe fits. You know, it kind of hit a lot of other men, male celebrities, but she want to go crazy. But that's all I'm gonna talk about it. Stream hiss because 
what? So I guess this could be a quote or affirmation. Keep going. So I know that, you know, the hype or the high from January is already gone. It being a new year. This is the time where people kind of like stop doing what they said they want to do. They stop shooting for their goals. They stop pushing and planning like they said they were going to do. So I want y'all, I want us, I want me to keep going. Like we have time and we can do this. Lastly, the focus is getting back into a routine. After my birthday, it has been very hard for me to get back into a routine. I'm not really doing my nighttime routine and doing the things that I need to be doing. So this week, I will be focusing on getting back into the groove of, hey, I do this, this, and this, because ultimately having a routine makes me feel better. But with that being said, let's just jump into this episode. I'm excited to talk about this because a lot of people do not know that they are a people pleaser and they're in denial. So let's jump into it. Okay, so why I decided to name this episode Captain Sava dot 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 because so if that's you, this episode's for you because I truly feel like we do it unintentionally. It's something in our childhood that has made us feel like, okay, I have to help. I have to help this person because they can't help themselves or I have to do this and they didn't even ask me to do it, but now I don't want to do it, but I feel like I have to do it, but like it can go on and on, but just to say that, why are you helping people? Complaining that you're helping them, but they didn't even ask for your help. Let that sink in. Did they ask for your help? So why do you feel like, oh, I have to help them? And then not only do you help them, you complain about it or you don't even want to do it. So let's jump right into it. I'm going to tell y'all, you know, let's get into it. Like, I'm ready. Let's get into it. Okay, so I'm going to just jump into the definitions so y'all can kind of get a feel of what each thing means because they are different, but similar. So a people pleaser is a person who feels a strong urge to please others, even at their own expense. For example, so let's say if your friend invites you out to dinner, but you really don't want to go, you're not feeling going to the dinner, you don't want to be there. But instead of saying that, hey, I'm not really feeling it, can we reschedule? You say yes get there, have an attitude or the whole time you're wanting to go home when you really could have just said, hey girl, I just kind of don't want to go. I kind of just don't really feel like being here right now and or doing that. And y'all can reschedule. And the difference is you say yes to things. You continue to say yes to things and you don't want to be there or you feel like, oh, I'm going to get judged or you feel this pressure. And I, me as a recovering people pleaser, the pressure is there. Like you, you, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or make someone feel some type of way about you, but that's what people pleasing is. A savior complex is, this is a person who has a strong tendency to seek people who desperately need help and they have the need to assist them, often sacrificing their own needs for these people. Basically, they gravitate to people who need help all the time without even asking. Basically, they feel like they need to be in these people's lives. And I don't really know. I think, well, in this research, I've sh- it's shown that people who have a savior complex, and I don't really kind of resonate with that, but I thought that it would be good to talk about because there's a lot of people who may have that and not know. But in my research, it shows that even people pleasing, it comes from something in your childhood that you've adapted or felt like something like a survival instinct that made you feel like you had to do these things. For so, for example, for savior complex, you could gravitate 
to a certain type of man in a relationship or a partner in a relationship that you feel like you are their mother. But for some reason, every single relationship, you tend to go for the same type. And it could be unintentionally. It literally could be unintentionally something that you do, but it tends to continue to happen because that's what you're drawn to. You're drawn to helping people. You're drawn to doing so. And it's also, in some people's point of view, it also is a way to control others. But I'm not going and looking at it that way. I'm talking about it in the way that I feel like, okay, I have to literally save everybody because I feel like I need to do it. Okay, so let's jump into it. Ways to identify if you do either of these things. Tips and ways to stray away from doing these things because we are about ourselves in 2024. We want to be selfish to a healthy degree. And we want to say no when no is needed. We want to say no when you don't feel like going to this, this, or that. Okay, so there's this book called The Second of the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I have not read it, but I did see this quote that I felt like needed to be read. And it says, you are never responsible for the actions of others. You are only responsible for you. And I really love this quote because like, you can't really control anyone else's actions, no matter how much we feel like we have a need to do so. If this person decides to not go to work and lose their job, it's not your fault that they did so. For example, you could have said, hey, I really think you should go to work. You know, I I think it's in your best interest. And then, you know, they don't go to work. But now you think it's your fault because you could have did something better or you could have said it differently or you could have made them feel like, oh, this is that this is why they need to go to work. And that makes sense. Like you feel like everything they do, you are taking the fall for. Or you could be in a relationship dynamic to where that person blames you and makes you feel like, okay, everything's my fault. I have to fix this. His issues are my issues. Their issues are my issues. Your friend's issues are not your issues period. There's a difference between being a a helping hand, you know, occasionally, or there's a difference between being someone that can just listen. Like I can just listen, but not all the time do you need to feel like I have to help her or I have to fix her situation because we're all adults and there needs to be a point to where it's kind of like, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to cross this line. I'm going to hack boundaries and it kind of sucks because some relationships you've already probably made the dynamic where that person does depend on you and ultimately you're going to just have to start setting boundaries to kind of cut that you know stop that and you know burn that bridge not the relationship but burn that bridge of feeling like that person needs you and you feel like you have to take care of that person so what are ways that you can Kind of help yourself not to get stuck in a situation where you are in a savior complex relationship. So I'm going to read off my my tablet here if it sounds like I'm reading. So I'm a way for you to avoid being in a savior type of relationship. Set boundaries with other individuals that allow you to balance caring for them while not saving them, if that makes sense. So To me, there's a difference between I'm going to care for you, I'm going to help you, I love you, I'm going to be here for you in this relationship, whether partnership or friendship, family member, whatever. And there's a difference between that and I have to literally save them. You feel like, oh, maybe you're in a relationship where you feel like you can never say no when they ask you for money. Now they're dependent on you and you feel like if I don't give this person money, they're not going to be able to survive. Again, that's when we go back to 
That person's actions don't have nothing to do with you. It's, it's not your fault that they do not have money. And if you decide to say, hey, I'm no longer going to provide you with my resources that I work for. And it's so, you know, we have such huge caring hearts. But that's how a lot of us get stuck. We get stuck because we can't say no, period. Another way to do so is process emotions with friends, family, or other staff members. Being able to process and just keep an open mind and keep an open dialogue about, hey, this is how I feel. And it helps it to not boil over and you have resentment or feel these negative feelings towards your family, friendships, or partner. Another thing is say maybe or no before saying yes. So before saying yes, say maybe or no. And I like this because it gives you time to think about, do I actually want to do this or Am I just saying yes because I feel pressured? So say maybe, yeah, I'll get back with you and see if I feel like doing that, you know, when the time comes. But if you straight up say yes, now you have more pressure to go or you have more pressure to do something you don't want to do. When if you just say maybe or no, you can always circle back and be like, hey, I know I said no to going to that event, but I'm in the mood now. And there was no pressure to be had. The next one is slow down enough to make mindful choices and decisions when it comes to your relationships and when it comes to being able to say, hey, I am self-aware. You don't have to say this, but I'm saying like you're being self-aware enough to just know, hey, this is not for me. This is kind of not going in the direction that I want it to go in. So I kind of need to like step back. So saying mindful is a big thing that can help you not get stuck in relationships or these kind of savior complex type of relationship to where you're like, okay, I feel like this is too much for me. So when it comes to not being able to set boundaries and these interpersonal issues that you may be going on in your life or whatever, I think it is best to sought out therapy or counseling, someone who can help you kind of help you set up those boundaries so that this won't kind of run your life or make you feel like you can't get out of this situation. I would say therapy has helped me a lot in my confidence, even in the leadership role of what I am doing in work, being able to tell this person, no, I'm not doing this, or yes, I have time for this, or hey, um, I have too much on my plate right now, or this is not something that I can get done right now, but hey, I can give it to you first thing tomorrow. This savior complex or people-pleasing thing that can be done in work, like having a savior complex or these people-pleasing tendencies could even be in the workplace. You may have a coworker who literally can't do anything. Like she's, this, this coworker literally can't type. How did they get the job? And you feel like, okay, I'm carrying both of us, but I'm not getting no recognition. Who told you to help this person? Because now you got them on your back. You got them on your back and they not going to... If you got fired or something, they ain't going to say nothing. They're going to be like, okay, she's gone. Now I got to do my work now. It can be stuff like that. Like, it's really super small. Like, you don't have to think in a, in a huge, huge way of literally being a slave to someone unknowingly. And I don't even, that just came out of my brain. But, like, it can be as simple as at work, your coworker sucks and you're picking up the slack and doing their job. Why? No one told you to do that. That's when you can have a conversation with your boss and say, hey, X, Y, Z professionally. The next thing is you can let your coworkers, your family members, friendship, partner, take responsibility for their own actions. Let them know bluntly, but nicely, that was you. That's all you had nothing to do with me. But again, this sounds so rude, but like, this is how you have to knit this in the bud because like people pleasing tendencies and things like that 
can take over. It can take over your whole mindset to the point to where you're not even caring for yourself and you're only caring for others. And that is not okay. The next one is do what you think is best for the individual, but let go of the results. So let's say you help someone do something. You have to let go of the results of or whatever happens after that because they did ask for your help. So if you if someone asks you, hey, should I break up with my boyfriend? And you said, hey, this is my opinion, but xyz if they break up with their boyfriend and then they regret it that has nothing to do with me because i told you this is my opinion these are my thoughts but hey you are your own person so that's where we kind of come got to come and be like hey i'm not going to take responsibility for her being miserable because i gave her my opinion and i gave her the little public service announcement still do you but this is my opinion so let go of the results it's not your fault it's not your fault it's not your fault. And lastly, redefine the words caring and helping. You can care for someone and not help them. And it sounds weird, but saying basically like, if I don't have a lot of money and someone asks me for money, I care about them and I hope that, you know, they can find something that they can do, but I can't give my last dollar because I'm broke. This is an example. Why would I give them my last dollar? Because now we both down and out. I can care for you and still want to get myself together and get myself to a better position. That's just like saying if every time someone asks you for something, you had to give them something even if you didn't have it. You had to pull it out of thin air or you had to pull it out of your butt or you got to pull it out of your savings. No one, you don't owe anyone anything. I can care for you and I can want to do I want I can want for you to do better. I can want the best for you, but I don't have to help you. I don't have to do the steps for you. And that's the thing that that's where it kind of gets kind of like a slippery slope because it's kind of like everyone has their own personal lives. Everyone has things that they are working towards, but I can care and support you on the sidelines without actually helping you because again, this is your life. I don't have to do anything. And then you have to be able to separate the guilt or the shame or the feeling like, oh, I'm going to be a bad person. No, you don't always have to put everything and make everything your fault. So these are some questions you can ask yourself that can help you in the moment decide, okay, what should I do? You can ask yourself, am I helping this person? by avoiding natural consequences basically saying am i helping this person to avoid the inevitable inevitable like is this something that's already gonna happen and i feel like i'm helping them and it's the next thing is is this decision made to keep them happy or for their overall health so how i kind of think of this question is are you doing this just to make them happy like is this something that is dire do they really need this or are they just asking because, oh, this will make them happy? Like, for example, if my mom needs to go to the doctor and she can't drive, I have to take her to the doctor because I don't have to, but I'm choosing to take her to the doctor because how else is she going to get there? But if my mama said, hey, can you take me to the mall because I don't feel like driving? I don't got to take you to the mall because you have a car, you're able-bodied, and you can take yourself to the mall. Unless I feel like, hey, I want to go to the mall. And to me, this all kind of sounds very blunt, dry, and rude. But ultimately, we have to have boundaries to live a fulfilling life. Like if I spend all my time pouring into people, pouring into people, pouring into people, and I'm not pouring into myself, that leaves me empty. 
That leaves me dry. That leaves me with nothing while other people glowing and growing off of my water. This is my water that I'm pouring into other people. I'm planting it. I'm I'm watering your plant and not even watering my own plant. And then when I die and whittle off, who got me? Who's going to help me? And that's kind of what, and I don't know if this is just kind of like an independent mindset I've gotten on as growing, but I feel like there's always room if you want to help, but no one can make you do anything that you don't want to do. And I do want to add that I'm not saying that you can't ask for help. I'm on the point of view on the other parties of the person who is being asked for help and they do not know how to say no or I can't help you right now or that's just something I don't want to do or you can do it yourself. Like I'm going to ask for help when I need it, but you also have to think about the person that you're asking, hey, they might not have it or they might not want to do it. So that's why I look at things full circle and I want to kind of clear that up because I'm not saying that be selfish, don't help nobody, don't ask for help. I'm not saying that, but there's some people who really have this problem and feel like I have to help them, like no matter what. Like, I don't want to do this, but I feel like I need to do it. I feel like I have to do it because I'm gonna feel guilty. I'm gonna feel shame. I'm gonna feel like I have, I'm gonna feel like I can't even go to sleep at night because I didn't help this person. And that's, again, something rooted in our childhood that feels like, okay, I, I have to please her. I have to please him because if I don't, so I kind of want to clear that up. Another one is, am I actually being invited to help? Is someone actually asking me for my advice? Are they asking me, hey girl, I need this from you? Because if not, we do not have to volunteer ourselves. We do not have to say, if somebody said, oh my gosh, I need to walk my dog. I can do it for you. Did they ask? for your help and then you're stuck walking their dog and you didn't even want to. It's kind of crazy to me. Like it's really crazy that we do these things unintentionally. For example, you're at home and your partner's like, oh, let me go ahead and get up and cook. And you're like, oh no, I'll do it. I'll cook. Did he ask for your help or did your partner ask for you to cook? And then you cook and complaining, I don't even want to cook. I, I don't know why I said, he didn't even ask you to cook. Or she, your partner didn't even ask you to cook, but you now cooking and now you're complaining, but they didn't even ask for your help. And that's in the simplest terms. That's like one of the simplest scenarios. But even for like, oh, helping someone apply for jobs, did they ask for your help or you're just trying to put your two cents in? You know what I'm saying? And I think it's very obvious if someone's asking for help or maybe they don't want to, they don't want to ask, but there's sometimes we insert ourselves into situations that we don't need to. And again, it's unintentionally because we feel like we have to do this. You have options. Like if you want to be that person, you want to do those things for this person, that is totally fine. But I want people to feel like they don't feel stuck or feel trapped or feel like they have to do X, Y, Z. Like if you don't want to do it, you are your own person. You're able to say no. Like it's been something that I've had to learn and I... It's still kind of hard for me to say no, but like ultimately I'm the one doing these things. I'm the one who has to put myself in certain situations. And if I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. So this was a little, you know, a lot kind of for some people probably going to think that, or I don't know what you're going to think because I made this episode for people to know that they have options. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into Dear Daria. Dear Diary. Why do we feel like, you know, we don't have a choice and when it comes to helping or lending someone a hand or, 
you know, giving out a handout? You know, why can't we just say no? I I just kind of feel like we need to dive deep into ourselves and decide and figure out what makes us feel that we have to be that person for everyone, that person to literally fix and mold and help and basically do everything for someone, you know? Um, and it doesn't even have to be that one, a certain person in particular that you know you have on your mind when you are listening to this episode but it ultimately can be something like work or you know it can be it can be a lot of things but I just wanted to have this episode because I want everyone to know that they do have a choice and that you can so and that you can say no and that you know you do not have to be a captain save a dot 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 you know there's other options you know ask don't just volunteer help and then they might not even needed it you know just take more time to be mindful take more deep breaths and figure out okay this is for me to do this is for me not to do this is something I want to do this is something I do not want to do you don't have to mother anyone you don't have to be someone's basically basically you don't have to be someone's crutch you know you are you they are them and their mistakes are not your mistakes And I hope you guys got something out of today's episode. And I hope that something that I share resonates with you. And I will see you guys next week on the next episode. Bye.